And on this Remembrance Day, we are once again, of course, joined by Vaughn Palmer from the Vancouver Sun. Good morning, Vaughn. Good morning, Simi, on a day for remembering. Yes, and you've got a family story. And I, th- I always believe this, that everybody does, right? But this gives us kind of a day to talk about it. Uh, yours is from World War One. From World War One, So 60 years ago, when I was growing up as a kid in eastern Quebec, we used to get a visit at our home every year from a great aunt, Aunt Hildred, who came all the way from that exotic place, California, which <laughs> we could only imagine. And, and she was a lovely woman, very kind. I say an old lady, but I realize thinking about it, she's probably younger then than right. I am now. But what was her story? And I remember asking my mother. There was no husband, no family, just Aunt Hildred. And my mother said, well, she was a, the Aunt Hildred had been a nurse in the First World War. And while nursing American soldiers, she'd fallen in love with a young man. He survived the war. But he didn't survive the influenza epidemic. Uh, You know, in those days, again, uh, before sulfur drugs and vaccines and everything, it wasn't uncommon that military casualties from disease exceeded those from combat. And the two were mixed up. And, of course, that enormous uh, influenza epidemic is, I guess, probably the worst in history that we have records on. So that was the end of the story for her. She never married. She returned not to Canada, but to the U.S., nursed at a nursing home in California for the rest of her life, retired there, and died there. And that's the story. But, you know, uh, nurses and and people's lives so bound up in those two wars, I don't... I, uh, when you do this, I know my daughter's school here in Victoria um, once asked all the children in the class of about 20 to ask at home for stories from the family of the war. And amazingly, in this little class of 20 kids here in Victoria, 92 stories about the war, about a personal family connection of some sort. Great uncles, great aunts, everything. It's it's really amazing just how much. I I was fascinated to hear you uh, talking this morning about, you know, we're only starting to discover now the enormous contribution made by what were then called colonial troops. Exactly. In both the First and the Second World War. Um, with the British Army, but also with France and other European countries. Yeah, exactly. And I I feel very strongly everybody has that story, and I would love to hear people's too. Uh, We'll keep doing that throughout the day today, but of course with Vaughn here, while I have you, Vaughn, we also have to talk a little politics. Uh, We're going to be talking about this story later too, but this has to do with the Victoria Police Department really generating a lot of headlines this week with this $20,000 hiring bonus. Yes, and also I think think highlighting what is going to be one of the big issues in next year, which is civic election year. So I give you, in the space of a year, two headlines in the Victoria paper. 2020, Victoria Council eyes alternative to police. 2021, Victoria police offering 20,000 hiring bonus to recruit 12 experienced officers. So in the space of a year, we've gone from the defund the police talk here in Victoria and it's all over the all 
over North America, right, to a recognition by local politicians that that is not a slogan that played very well with the public. Mm-hmm. Now there's a proposal before Victoria Council to... I guess refund is maybe not the right word, but basically refund the police, um, calls for more funding for the police, more public safety issues. Downtown Victoria is, uh, you know, a, a more dangerous place than it was. And the politicians who were talking defund the police, not just here, but everywhere, are running for cover. It certainly seems that way, doesn't it? Do you think it's going to be a huge issue then coming up in the civic elections a year from now? I think so. You know, uh, NW and uh, has been covering uh, this story in Vancouver about the problem of vandalism in downtown yeah. uh, Vancouver. Shoplifting, and then when you hear the stories, it's not shoplifting, it's armed robbery. It's it's people going right. in and grabbing stuff and threatening the staff. So, yeah, I think it is uh, going to be a huge story. Uh, I think we... Canadian politics don't don't by any means mirror mirror American politics to the same degree. But issues in the states do spill over up here. I think defund the police spilled over up here last year. And now you look at what happened, even in a city like Seattle, which is one of the most progressive and left-leaning in America, I follow Joel Connolly down there, who um, was for years the uh, main political columnist mm-hmm. in the state, and he still writes. And he did some terrific coverage out of that election down there, pointing out that the the moderate Democrats won the important political races in Seattle, and the defund the police Democrats, who no longer say that, of course, lost. Uh, I think if you go across America, you see that. And I think, yes, I think that wave peaked last year, and I think politicians will be trying to reassure the public that votes, uh, you know, the, the, maybe the older residents, they may not be as woke, they may not be as social media, but they do vote. Property owners, people who were worried about safety in the downtowns, those people are going to be looking for candidates who reassure them that the police are respected and they'll be well paid and they'll be working to make us safe. Uh, New York City is another good example of that too, Very isn't good. it? Because you just there's always going to be like it's the Democratic candidate is usually pretty strong, you know, choice there for people. But this was a moderate Democratic candidate who won. Yeah, and Eric Adams is a former police officer. He did a terrific job of organizing uh, in the black and Hispanic communities in New York and and lower-income communities. And his whole point was, you know, the rich, the elites, don't have to worry about the safety of policing in the streets because they're not out there. Their kids get driven to school. They live. They have places out of town. It's the people who actually live and every day on the streets that are most worried about safety. He also said something for places like New York that are dependent on the tourism industry. Public safety is an economic development uh, program. If your streets and your subways and your public spaces aren't seen as safe, you're going to have trouble getting visitors. So, no, I mean, I don't think you're going to go back to – Adams is very clear that he thinks that the policing needs to be reformed as well. 
But I think he's trying to restore a balance around this issue. And, and as I say, if you look across what happened in the states last week, I think we'll see some of that here. As I say, Canada and the United States aren't identical by any means, but I do think there'll be a backlash here as well. I know Victoria Council got a lot of headlines in the last couple of years. Vaughn, has that changed at all? Oh, they yeah. seem to be quieter these days. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I mean, uh, the big thing that happened here in Victoria was about a year ago now. You had a vacancy on city council, and the left group on council ran their designated selected candidate and an independent, uh, Stephen Andrew, uh, used to be in our business, That's a right, broadcaster yeah. and commentator, ran on a basically a theme that the council had gone too far, and he won. So that was a real wake-up call, I think, for the council that they had gone too far. Now, Victoria politics are very different. We go to next year. They'll be looking around. But I think you can see it in Victoria's mayor, Lisa Helps, is talking a much tougher line on public safety. She says she's not running again. So the job is open here next year. I think you can see it as well with Kennedy Stewart in Vancouver. He's looking ahead to next election year and thinking, hmm, I may have to get myself a public safety platform and a public safety slate, or I may not be mayor after a civic election next October. Oh, man, next year is going to be so interesting. Thank you so much, Vaughn. Bye-bye, Simi.